Attention all Rod Stewart fans. Uh, lots of Rod Stewart news just this week. Uh, the musical legend is about to sell his music catalog for nearly $100 million. You heard that right. $100 million for all of this. And besides all the music, the deal also comes with some name and likeness rights. Stewart says uh, this year marks his 60th year in the music industry. The time is right, and he feels fortunate to have found partners he can trust with his life work and musical legacy. And uh, just days from now, he's going to release his 32nd studio album. It's called Swing Fever. Yeah, big band music is where he's going next. But uh, all the hits will live on, and his kids will benefit from selling off that music catalog for $100 million. Welcome to the Short Work Week. It's Greg Morgan here. Hope you had a good family day long weekend. It seemed to be one of those weekends where no matter where you drove, people looked a little happier. The streets aren't quite as mucky. It was cool enough to keep the muck down and the windshield washer fluid from going working overtime. Yet it was warm enough to walk the dog or take the kids to bogganing or to the outdoor rinks. The boarded ones are operating right now as The city got them back into shape after that warm spell we had a few weeks ago. They've got the boarded rinks, most of them up and running for the uh, week here that the students are out of school. And, man, a huge, huge crowd at the uh, Brand Center for the Pats game, which was a must win. It had playoff implications. Over 4,400 there. The Pats uh, lost the home-and-home against the Broncos Friday and Saturday, and they were seven points outside of the last playoff spot which the Calgary Hitmen hold, so they needed to win that one yesterday. And when they did, they beat them 6 nothing. So only 12 games left now for the Pats as they try to claw their way back into the playoffs. But uh, they're going to have to do some uh, serious work on the road now. they got to have a six-game U.S. road trip starting Friday night in Spokane. They're not back at the Brand Center uh, almost to the middle of March now, I believe. Uh, later this morning, we'll expect an update on the cost of living from Stats Can releasing their Consumer Pricing Index for the month of January. In December, our fl- inflation rate was, what, 3.4%, I believe. The Bank of Canada keeping an eye on that, too, because whatever happens there may reflect on what they do with interest rates. They need to see the inflation rate around 2% for uh, Bank of Canada to really bring down the interest rates. The inflation rate has come down a lot slower than anticipated. A lot of experts seem to suggest it's going to take longer, too, for those interest rates to lower. Well, just as I mentioned a few moments ago, Canada's inflation rate numbers coming out today. Uh, it was just announced. It's tumbled to 2.9 from 3.4 in January, which is encouraging. They said 2% is where they wanted to start adjusting interest rates. So uh, that, I doubt, will be enough to uh, stop the Bank of Canada from lowering interest rates. But uh, hopefully they'll uh, continue to pause. Their next announcement doesn't come till. Uh, first week of March. I think it's around March 6th, so we'll see what happens there. I head with Kevin Martell, that house fire in Davidson that killed three children and two seniors on Sunday has been deemed 
non-suspicious spy investigators. We'll have more uh, from Kevin, and uh, there are details now at cjme.com as well. And our uh, thoughts with everyone in Davidson this morning who are all reeling. It's a tight-knit community and awful um, what happened on Sunday, but uh, we're thinking of you. If uh, you are an income tax keener, you can now start filing your tax returns. Yes. Revenue Office has opened up the lines now online. Deadline is not till April 30th. And uh, I, th- I think most of us think tax season really doesn't start till March, right? Because your employer and all the paperwork you need necessary, it doesn't really have to be in your hands till the end of February. And that's usually about the time I get most of my stuff. So I kind of think tax season is March. But uh, the feds are just saying, yes, now effectively you can file your taxes. And some can do that. Uh, don't forget, too, the RRSP deadline is coming up uh, the end of uh, this month. It's a leap year, the 29th. And uh, when you're filing your taxes, too, uh, contributions are tax deductible with your uh, withdrawals for the first home uh, savings account. That's new, right, this year, which is a sort of a, a tax-free account rolled out by the feds to help you save for your first home. So uh, you'll be looking, if you're doing that, for a form called the T4 FHSA that you'll have to file with your taxes as well. Uh, Chris Stapleton, one of my favorite country artists, uh, he gave an interview recently, and I thought this was interesting. He went through like 10 things he can't live without, but the most fascinating one for me was, well, this story that he told. This chair was the chair that was in my breakfast area growing up. There were, there were four of them originally, and they were kind of a yellow vinyl when I was a kid. My mother kind of recovered this one in the late 80s, I think, and it's kind of traveled around with me, kind of went to college with me or various living situations with me, but it's always been with me. It's been my guitar chair that I kind of sit around and play guitar in. Every time I go make a record, the chair comes with me. And right now I get to sit in the chair for a different reason, but that's the story of the chair. Chris Stapleton has kept a chair from his mom and dad's kitchen, yellow vinyl, no less, since recovered as a memento, and he never records an album without it. I, I remember growing up, we had not ye- yellow leather, but it was this god-awful brown kind of fl- floral pattern and dark fake wood kitchen table, but we didn't care. We were kids, as long as mom was serving uh, dinner on it. Uh, we, we didn't care what we were sitting on, but what is it of your parents that you've held on to? Now, my my parents both have, have since gone, passed on, but there are a couple things. One is I found my mom's bowling shirt from her days of bowling in the Adamats League. And uh, another is a, a silly photograph I have, too, of my parents dressed up like pioneers when they were on a trip in South Dakota and took one of those. You can still do it. We we did it this past summer when we were in South Dakota. But it's just a crazy photo of my mom and dad. I, I, those are a few of the things I've held on. My mom's bowling shirt and a crazy photo. Is there anything in your household that is your parents that people look at and say, what is that? But you, you have to tell the story. It's It was my parents. Or it is my parents. And what is it? Anything crazy? Text me at one 7275 Finally, at the Scotties, how about Saskatchewan's Skylar Ackerman, the youngest team to ever win the uh, Saskatchewan Playdowns, goes to the Scotties. They're tearing it up in Calgary. They went 3-0 until yesterday. And they had two games on holiday Monday. Uh, they lost the first one. And the second one oh, against Alberta, it was going to be tough, right? Fifth and tied at three. We would see Alberta. Up 5-4 in the 8th with the hammer. They got two. Next end, Alberta with shot stone. But 
We had the hammer. Ackerman with her last. Trying to snag at least one, but couldn't find it. Alberta steals one, and they they would inevitably win 8-4. But Saskatchewan now 3-2. and two. So impressed with this young club. Led by Skylar Ackerman. And uh, big test this afternoon. They're taking on... Uh, Four and one defending champs, Carrie Anderson's rink later this afternoon. No school this week, and uh, some of you may be working from home because of uh, the needs. To stay home while the kids are there and others uh, perhaps taking vacation. I'm not hearing as many people going away to a hot destination as I've heard in the past, but uh, maybe that's just me. What What's your plans? Are you uh, working from home a little closer? Are the kids holding up just to stay home? That's a, that's a nice spot to be in. Not have to worry as much about childcare, but for others, it's a bit of a problem. But February break, we knew this was coming. Will there be more breaks next week? That'll be the big question mark. As uh, the teachers in the province still uh, don't seem to be at all close to a deal. Out at Mission Ridge, though, they are super busy. The base is about 26 inches, substantial for sure. It's going well at Mission Ridge now, at least. Joining me is Andrew Swenson from Mission Ridge. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, thanks for the call. Last time we spoke in December, uh, you weren't quite as optimistic given the mild weather we were experiencing at the time, but how's it going now? We've had some challenges for sure. I mean, we, we got going not too much later than we typically do. We were open on the 16th of December, but it was a amount that we were able to open, right, with the with the marginal temperatures leading up to the season. So it certainly turned around since then. That cold snap in January gave us the opportunity to finish our making making all of our snow. And, and now with the fresh stuff that's fallen, it, uh, things are looking real good. Given the late start and uh, the extra effort and money you had to put into making snow around the clock, do you expect it to make uh, a profit this time around? Or is it going to be tough uh, with the late start as far as snowfall and what happened? No, I, I think we'll be fine, Greg. Like, I mean, we we bank on the Christmas holidays and the February break to that's that's our opportunity to get further in the black. Our school program's still uh, the bread and butter that we operate with here. So fortunately, we've been sold out on our school program now. I think since mid December, you know those weekdays are are what are what pay the bills. So we'll be just fine. I'm glad to hear that. And props to you too, by the way. My youngest, uh, she's skiing a little more thanks to uh, Mission Ridge going through school and she just loves the program. So good on you guys for uh, uh, supporting that and uh, working with the schools on it. How will you welcome students out of school though? What's the plan? plan is uh, staff as many people as we possibly can. I know Snow School, I was chatting with our Snow School director this morning. She's working hard to make sure that she's got lots of people available for lessons. The biggest thing for on holidays and weekends is book early, right? So walk-up lessons are, are are almost a thing of the past so you want to make sure that you're booking well in advance we've got dozens of instructors but it does fill up and is that all available online Anders? yeah you bet jump on the website under resort information you'll see the lessons tab and you can request a lesson right then and there Anders Franson from uh, Mission Ridge some of my friends who uh, love to ski yes they've gone off to Alberta or elsewhere do you think that a lot of people stayed a little closer to home this year what's the industry like right now are you up in attendance or are you about where you were last year you know, we've, we're coming off three record years in a row. We're not where we were. 
certainly, but we're certainly where we were pre-COVID, right? And that's kind of the that's the benchmark that we always look at is you know before things went crazy, what what were we doing? And and things are looking good in that respect. I think part of what we're seeing is the snows not good out west right now, right? A lot of a lot of resorts out west are struggling because they rely so much on the natural snow. And, and we're we're unique in the prairies that everything you're skiing on in the prairies is man-made, right? There's there's very little natural snow that we that we rely on. So our conditions are perhaps a little more consistent than some of the resorts out west. Um, I think that's helping with the numbers, right? Like you say, people are sticking a little bit closer to home because the conditions are marginal where they normally would go. So, well, good for um, you guys. Look, I don't want to let you go without talking about uh, you're more than just snowboarding and skiing. Some people uh, forget there's a tube hill out there. Tell everyone what that's like. The tube park is wildly popular. I mean, that we were fortunate enough that we focused on snowmaking there early in the season. So that was open right, at, right on the 16th of December as well. And it's, it continues to be wildly popular. So um, the nice part about the tube park is we we realized it works best when when it's not so busy out there. So we've limited capacity in the tube park the last few years. Uh, you book those tickets online, you always know that you're going to have enough space out there for everybody to enjoy themselves. So, M- Mom and Dad want to know how safe that is, buddy. Is that uh, something you wear a helmet to or what? You know, we always encourage helmet use for any activity, right? I mean, that's that goes hand in hand with any sort of sliding sports in our opinion uh we rent them here at the at the resort so if it's something you want to do for sure by all means we can we can look after you it's very controlled though right like the the amount of safety tests that we go through each day and periodically throughout the day uh is substantial so very very controlled but also very fun so well it's a great option for uh the long break here the february break you're busy and i thank you for the update anders awesome thanks for the call again Tell Miracles coming up this weekend, and uh, you might see the band being pushed on number 11 between Regina and Saskatoon. The U of S uh, always does that as a fundraiser. Uh, there are hundreds of other fundraisers where folks do a few crazy things to catch attention, but it's all a worthwhile project. So Tell Miracle, great cause, returning this weekend. And Jeffrey Stryker, good friend of the show, and also one of the hosts of Tell Miracle, will join me later in the week. In fact, I, I really wanted to catch up with Jeff about his trip to uh, Nunavut. He was way up north, and he ate whale meat. And uh, he was taking the music of Saskatchewan uh, to uh, some students there. A pretty extraordinary story. So uh, Jeff Straker is going to be here later in the week to tell us all about that. Fortunately, I am mighty. Did you meet Thor over the weekend? I'm talking about A.J. Olette, who has embraced the Thor mentality. He's our newest member from the Argonauts. We got him in free agency last week, and I saw on social media that he was busy asking Ryder Nation if anyone could help him uh, look for a spot to drop his camper for the season. Oh, yeah, and he was also uh, looking for someone to watch his dogs for away games. <laughs> a lot of people were giving him information and uh, wanting to assist. He's easily uh, become a fan favorite already, and he was out personally dropping off season tickets, I heard, too, to fans who had renewed. So uh, AJ making a mark here in our community already. A quick uh, CFL note from free agency, too. The Ticats have re-signed, and they will make it official later, all-star receiver Tim White, who was uh, testing the waters, if you will, last week, but uh, perhaps his uh, 
His asking was a little too rich, but uh, the Ticats have re-signed one of the highest-paid receivers from last year. Uh, some of you had asked me, what was that show you were talking about you binged watching on uh, the weekend? Well, I was uh, watching True Detective uh, Night Country. I think it's season four on Crave. And this is the one starring Jodie Foster. If you've been watching television at all lately, they've been advertising it a lot. And it's only six episodes. The final episode dropped over the weekend. So just started thinking, okay, let me give it a, a whirl. And it's got a real supernatural theme. Jodie Foster is amazing in it. I'm not like a huge fan of Jodie Foster, but in this, she is terrific. And what I liked about the finale, I'll be very honest, it wasn't based in the supernatural. It was more based in reality. There's some supernatural to the ending, but I was fully satisfied with its finale. I haven't watched every season of True Detective, only one, but uh, this one was uh, was just phenomenal. So look for that on Crave. Uh, nice to hear Lanny McDonald is out of the hospital. If you may, may recall, uh, a couple weekends ago, he had a heart attack in the Calgary airport, and he was fortunate to have two nurses uh, come to his aid, and uh, they got him rushed off to the hospital. He just got out on the weekend, so good for him. And good for our Pats. They beat the Hipman yesterday. They're still in the playoff hunt. It's going to take a lot more wins on the road as they are uh, 12 games to go in the season sitting seven points outside of the last playoff spot. They had to win it. They did. So now uh, they'll do their best on the uh, road trip through the U.S. starting Friday night in Spokane. We won't see them back for the last three games at home until mid-March.